Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. Are you letting life surprise you? Are you letting life move you? Are you letting life flow to you and from you and through you? What would your life look like if you allowed yourself to be dazzled by the divine? What would your life look like if you allowed the divine to surprise and delight you? This is such a complicated topic because we live with so many illusions of control. Obviously, we can control actions we take, what we consume. There's a good amount of things that we can control. But control is reserved for the present moment, right? We can't control what happened yesterday, and we can't necessarily control what's going to happen tomorrow. What we can focus on in terms of our intentions is what we're currently doing right now, who we're currently being right now, learning from the now to make better choices for the future now. (laughs) And I'm really experimenting with a deeper faith in God than I've had previously in my life. And I always thought I had a lot of faith, but The more I move forward in my life, the more I realize that the deeper I surrender, the deeper my faith expands. So how are you letting yourself be surprised in life? How are you letting yourself be delighted in your life? Do you love your life? Are you so turned on by it? I've realized that in some recent decisions I've made that are leaps of faith, if you will, and the choice to travel and step into a deep, deep unknown. I realized that there's a lot of parts of my life I haven't loved that haven't turned me on, that haven't made me excited, right? And that's why when the challenges come, they would feel so heavy because there wasn't a strong bedrock or foundation of joy in my life. And as I go down the path of abundance, as I signal to God, that I'm ready for more abundance, that I can receive more, that I can hold more energy, that I trust more, I realize that the biggest key for me to unlock is to allow myself to be delighted and dazzled by the magic of God in my life, the magic of God's presence and where I'm guided and how I'm protected. And also to let myself be surprised. When I was young, (laughs) I was always intuitive and spiritual and empath. And I always felt like I was super tapped in, if you will, or in tune or psychic for lack of a better word. Like I just felt like I could feel into things and see visions and hear things. And 
all that stuff. And now I've, I've learned, obviously, when it was time for me to learn that truth that I have, you know, intuitive gifts, clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant. And it's not anything to be scared of. It's more so how I use it. Also knowing that there's still so much unknown, but trusting my intuition, my gut feeling, my instinct day-to-day, moment-to-moment, right? And as I go deeper into that and really live my life from how I feel and what makes me feel powerful, what makes me feel excited, what makes me feel pleasure, what makes me feel joyful, what makes me feel inspired, what makes me feel connected to God. As I live more from that place, I'm guided to do things and make decisions and make choices and go to places and meet people that I probably would never have experienced before. I wouldn't be a match for if I was living small or not surrendering. I think surrender has a really bad rap, if you will, because it feels like some people frame it as giving up or just putting our hands up and saying, whatever, like whatever happens, happens. That's not what the energy of surrender is. The energy of surrender has so many facets to it. You know, there's surrender when shit hits the fan and tower moments, as I like to call them, when things feel like they're crashing down or you're hit, life hits you with one of the key lessons that you likely signed up for in this life. When that happens, that requires us to surrender into that particular challenge or obstacle has a deeper meaning, is connected to something that we can't see yet, right? So that's some of the more darker or challenging sides of surrender. But there's also something to be said for living with surrender day to day, just moment to moment, when things are even keeled and neutral and happy or joyful, right? I talk about this with abundance. I talk about this with relationships. It really comes back to this notion of having pure trust and faith in ourselves and believing that when something is either coming into our life or leaving our life, there's a reason. And sometimes we don't know that reason today, but eventually everything comes full circle and we will know the reason. I also believe that things are never left unfinished just forever. I believe that life will bring us full circle with people and situations and opportunities and big challenges and shifts that we've experienced, I think God brings us full circle to resolve those things, those relationships with people that fell apart. Everything comes full circle. And so as I start to anchor into that, because I have actual physical evidence of this happening in my life, I know that it will happen again. The energy spent on worrying just becomes less and less because I know that God has it handled. And I really say that from a place of deep faith in believing that I am being guided. And so I ask you, do you feel that you're being guided? Do you feel that your life is guiding you somewhere? Or do you feel that you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants or doing whatever, but you don't really feel connected to anything you're doing or focused on or any of the relationships that are in your life, because this is the stuff. This is the actual places that we're being asked to look at for deeper surrender. So we can be surprised and delighted more in our lives. Life is never going to go the way we think it is ever. I really believe that (laughs) when we're young, we have this whole vision of how our life's going to go. And I'm all for visioning, but there is a mystery and magic to certain 
lifetimes we're in because I believe in reincarnation and I believe there's just certain things that are going to happen. There's certain lessons we signed up to learn. And the more I come into that, the more I actually can surrender to how my life is supposed to go versus trying to fit it in with how life should be in our culture or how other people are doing it. We're kind of all meant to do it differently. And I think a lot of us know when we're living from another person's perspective because it feels off. It feels off in our body. It feels off in the day-to-day. But we all can ignore those feelings for a lot of years like I did. I won't do that anymore. And I will trust that so much will open up for me and that things can change in an instant. And the biggest shifts of our life, I think, come when we do surrender and when we let ourselves be dazzled in the present moment and feel delighted and joyful with what's here now. There's so many, many miracles that you'll notice in your life when you start to live from this place. You might ask yourself, well, how do I live from this place? How do I live from a place of trusting and surrender, believing in myself, having inner trust, knowing that I am, I have a strong intuition and believing and trusting in my gut instinct and knowing that I'm connected to God. And I would say to you, it's feeling more and thinking less. If you were to sit right now and just pause, you know, roll your shoulders back, maybe put your hand on your belly and your other hand on your heart. Like if you really sat and just felt what comes up and I will tell you as someone who avoided doing this for 20 to 25 years, it's incredibly uncomfortable to do it because what comes up is truth. Your truth will come up. Your soul will gently nudge you in that moment. That's why we all just go, go, go. Because when we're go, 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 we can ignore the gentle nudge and sweet voice of our soul, which is connected to God. The voice that tells us to stop working 14-hour days. The voice that tells us to work two hours. (laughs) The voice that says, you might want to get out of that friendship or that relationship because it's not really serving you anymore. The voice that says, why don't you share your gifts more, your creativity? Like, why are you afraid to say what you want to say? The voice that says, take this risk, like go travel or get out of that apartment. (laughs) That's what my voice was saying to me a couple months ago. When we get quiet, our truth comes out. And a lot of us don't want to hear our truth because then we have nobody to blame. There's nobody on the outside that we can point to. We have to go within. We have to look at ourselves. I once heard Jay-Z, who I align with so much because I feel like we're so similar. (laughs) Sagittarius energy, but preachy, can be preachy. But he once said that the hardest thing is to look a situation in the face that brought you a lot of pain or you brought someone else pain and then to have to deal with yourself, to have to go within. And this is the concept of how everyone's a mirror for us, but not just other people. Situations are mirrors for us, right? So even the example I gave on the last episode of how I stayed in my apartment for a year too long. Like it really served me. It was mirroring to me this old version of myself that I wasn't anymore. And then I was latching on to the comfort of that pain, of the pain I started out in, in that apartment because of a deeply painful situation that had happened in my life. And I was anchoring into a past version of me that's dead, you know? And so It was forcing me to look at myself and say, you're not that person anymore. You're different now. 
And there's something bigger for you if you just take a leap towards the horizon. But instead, you're staying here and you're stuck, right? I just think the hardest thing is for us to look at ourselves and have to deal with our stuff, right? But this is the energy of surrender. And this is the energy of also not trying so hard all the time, not overdoing it, overgiving, overthinking, (laughs) the classic, and really saying, how do I desire to feel? How do I desire to feel? It's hard to admit that a lot of the decisions a lot of us make come from a place of playing small, playing safe, what other people are going to think. What does this mean about me? We don't trust that we're being guided. We don't trust that there's a specific path our life is supposed to take. And I like to use the word mission. I believe every soul incarnates with a mission. You have a mission on this earth. And if you were born during this time, this age of technology, rapid revolutionary shifts in the culture, humankind is going through huge shifts, whether they're subtle or not in your life. I promise you there are energetic shifts on this planet that are going to shake a lot of things up. And if you're alive during this time, you're here with a big mission. You're here to do something to move humanity forward because humanity has been under a cloak of darkness for centuries, for far too long, for reasons that are beyond what any of us can understand. But the point is, light is being activated on this planet. We are all being asked to be the light, right? It's like Amanda Gorman's speech that she gave at the inauguration a couple of years ago. And she said, like, if only we're brave enough to be the light. And I ask you, how are you being the light first and foremost in your own life? How are you bringing lightness to your life? How are you shining a light on what you need to change? How are you shining a light on your gifts? Because you'll never be able to give and be of service to anyone outside of you if you're broken inside, if you're not giving yourself any light, if you're not allowing yourself to be the light. God does not want us to suffer. God does not want us to suffer. God does not want us to suffer. That truly just came through me. I feel like God wanted me to say that. We have been under a lot of lies about God in the name of religion for centuries, and that's all being dismantled right now. We are worthy of God right now. We don't have to earn God's love and our worth is not tied to us sinning, quote unquote. It doesn't exist. What exists is the inner war we have with ourselves in the name of the ego. That is what we choose to come to like earth. It's like school here, I feel like, because we choose to incarnate in a human body that has physical demands every single day, water, sleep, food, all kinds of emotions. And we know we come in with an ego, but we also come in with a soul. And what I'm learning on my own journey, the first awakening I had spiritually was like, well, I'm going to just conquer the ego. There's no conquering the ego. There's no end point to the journey of the ego. The key, the spiritual maturity that comes is integrating the soul and the ego, treating the ego almost like our inner child, right? And when we get angry or when we get sad or when we get anxious or when we snap or make a bad decision and we hurt somebody else... It's really trying to come back to that compassion for ourselves so we can then extend compassion to other people because we're not just here to walk through life and make no mistakes 
not speak our truth. Like we're here to activate more of our truth, but we only can do that when we realize that we're not speaking it, right? We only can grow when we realize the mistakes we've made. Life would be so boring if it was all figured out for us. That's not what we're here to do, right? But we all know and can feel in deep, deep moments of whether it's silence or really beautiful moments of love with another in our lives, we feel this deep inner connection to God. And whether we call it that or not, doesn't matter. It's that feeling of divine, unconditional love. It's like a feeling of bliss. The way me and my friends and my soul family, we describe it, it's like this, it feels like a vibration throughout our body. It feels like light, you know, true divine white light. It's hard to put into words sometimes, to be honest, but that is what our truest state is, right? What would your life look like if you lived from that that place of more blissfulness and knowing that you are a soul incarnated in a human body? I would venture a guess that your life would feel a lot lighter, that you would surrender more, that you would let yourself be surprised, and you would be fulfilled and more delighted in your daily life, knowing there's still so much more for you to discover and see, not trying to figure it all out right now, you know? That's why I've recently decided to travel and put my stuff in storage. What Lolo should be doing, according to society and others, is buying a house, definitely finding a husband, better be doing that, (laughs) and having children, right? And, you know, this bigger mission she has and all these other things, those are secondary to those things. And the thing about that is my deepest desire is to have my partner and my children, all of that. But It's not going to go in this linear order that the culture says. I've tried to make it go that way. (laughs) And I've been redirected every single time. So now I just put my hands up in all aspects of my life. And I say, God, surprise me, delight me, help me see the light, guide me. I know you are. I know this is connected to that. And the next step will be revealed shortly. And I'm willing to enjoy the ride. And I'm 33 years old. Like, what am I in a rush for? What am I in a rush to live this life? There's still so much ahead. And I think that's what I want to leave you with today. How are you rushing through your life? And what are you rushing for? What are you trying to do? Because like, we, we know how this ends. We die. <laughs> that's what happens. And we go back to pure bliss and there won't be an ego. And we, we go back to our natural state. But like, why are we rushing through life? Why are we missing the signs that God is sending us? Why are we ignoring our soul and the gentle nudges that our soul is giving us every day? Why? This is what I'm asking myself, by the way, preaching to the choir here. I want us to all slow down. I want us to anchor from a place of living with our soulful selves and to stop trying so hard and to let life unfold however it is supposed to. So I ask you today, will you allow God to surprise you? Will you allow God to delight you? Will you allow God to dazzle you? Because I promise when you give up control, when you surrender to the greatest force that our mind can't even fathom, but our soul knows, when you surrender to the creator, our creator, your life, will expand, deepen, and become the most magical journey 
you've ever been on in your life. Today is the day. How will you let God surprise and delight you? Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, love.